0: Welcome to another episode of the Smiles Ahead podcast, community style, where we bring somebody in from the community, an entrepreneur, a small business owner, um, somebody that just makes our community smile, and uh, we are no different here. Um, we have uh, Bigfoot in the house, Big basically, foot. so tell me a little bit about uh, what's going on with uh, with the company, with what you started, and uh, just kind of start with your story is basically how we do it.
1: Absolutely! Thanks for having me so much. For I really sure. appreciate the opportunity and getting to talk to your listeners and and your customers and the Charlotte community at large. Um, it's great to be here. So thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. Bigfoot Kick is a wild name, kind of a wild company. And you know, just to kind of give a little background on how we got started, it's kind of maybe three phases. The first is a little bit of the inspiration and idea of how it came together, and then the second phase is how how we kind of put it together to make it actionable in the marketplace, and then Maybe the third is how, how we're, we're starting to evolve our product. So um, it all started at, on, on Netflix one night. I was binge-watching Cobra Kai, um, big fan of that show, nice. and was just uh, three or four episodes in a row one night. And it started transporting me back to when I was a kid. And I'm an 80s kid, so I, I was big into Karate Kid and Back to the Future and just starting to get into the Star Wars and Indiana Jones and – started me on this nostalgic, reminiscing path of what else did I love growing up, which was, you know, video games and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. Street Fighter. Um, and then I was big into hip-hop growing up, so especially East Coast, Wu-Tang Clan, Tribe Called Quest, De La Soul. And I started thinking about what I wanted to be when I grew up, which was a zoologist. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a fireman or a sports star. I mean, obviously I would have loved to have been a hand-eye patience for that, so... Uh, I wanted to be a zoologist. I was big into animals. I was big into the environment and learning about how ecosystems worked. And I was particularly interested in uh, mythical creatures—creatures creatures that may or may not exist. So Loch Ness monster. I was convinced yeah. that I was going to grow up and travel to Scotland, camp out on the Loch, and and be the one to discover uh, the Loch Ness monster that didn't happen. Um, big into Bigfoot, obviously, and, and aliens and all that kind of stuff. So I, you know, that was kind of the spirit of what I was thinking. And, and this phrase <laughs> Bigfoot kick came into my head because I was watching Cobra Kai martial arts and thinking about all these creatures and animals and stuff. And, and, um, a couple of weeks went by and, and I couldn't get the phrase out of my head. Like right. I just thought it was funny. I thought it was catchy and I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. Um, but, but, the name Bigfoot Kit kind of stood stood out to me, so so I thought, you know how what does this mean? What can I do with it? And, as I was thinking about all those things that I liked growing up, it's kind of eclectic, you know, from zoology to hip hop to video games to um you know being interested in also like world history and things like that it's it's very different and it it started making me feel like we can get put into boxes as humans, like, yeah. I'm a I'm a marketer by day, or you know your your profession. We're defined a lot of times about what we do on it to admit, to earn money, or we're we're usually boxed into one or two things. And I felt like for me, I'm a lot of different things, and I've been a lot of different things, a lot of different points in my life. I've evolved and changed, and so I wanted to find a way to represent kind of that journey that we go on, which to me felt kind of like searching for Bigfoot. It's a journey. It's sometimes it's oh, cool. crazy. It's different. You you're looking for something, you might not find it um and to me there was really one way to really visualize that the most which is apparel because I feel like we're really um personalized by what we choose to wear and show showcase to the world and so um that's when I started to to think about this could be an apparel company and kind of showcase that
0: that's cool that's cool yeah I know um it's funny you talk about the nostalgia of looking back and I just got offered a instagram ad i don't know if you remember the company wilson they did a bunch, bunch of tennis stuff and that oh yeah that. and um uh, uh, prince Hanks, and wilson right? and yeah and all that stuff and so yeah 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 wilson the ball yeah exactly um and they just hit it back with like some throwback apparel and some a new little logo but it looked old school and it was yeah. just like i was like oh that's so awesome and i know that Fila that and some of these older companies that felt like they were you know our generation going right. up are reamping and it's kind of getting all us excited. Yeah. So I think that's a really cool space. Now um, I know that having an idea, I have a lot of them that I never sure. even take action on, but taking that action and actually, you know, putting yourself out there because being an entrepreneur is a huge risk. Yep. Um, even you know, with anything. When was the step where you were like, hey, this is Bigfoot kick. This is a fun, cool idea. It's going to be close. It's going to be this. When was the first time you are like, I'm going to take action and get some stuff printed, collab with some artists, yep. some graphic designers? Tell me how that whole process.
1: Sure. Yeah, that's a good one because, yeah, like I've, there's always there's an idea a minute and, and taking it to action is difficult. So I think the first part was, one, it was during the pandemic. So I had... More time at home, more extra time than I usually would have had in a day job or career to be able to think through how to take the right action steps. And I, I think it started with a lot of research of how viable is this? What are the costs associated with creating something and getting it out to market? And thinking through, you know, how who who would I be targeting? How would I f- find customers? Would anybody care? Would anybody be interested? Luckily, you know, my career I, I'm in marketing, that's what I do for for a day job and. And I knew a lot of creative, talented people just over the last two decades. So it was, it was, you know, talking to a lot of those people that I've shared a lot of foxholes with in the marketing world, um, trying to figure out like how we could do this creatively. I spent a lot of time looking for artists that I felt kind of their style and the way they approached, um, the creative space matched what was in my head. And so I um, put some some feelers out there. I talked to an artist in Austin, Texas. His name is Nathan Walker. Um, He runs an awesome um, uh, company, and he's worked with big brands like New Balance and Timberland. Um, It's funny. I was I was in London, and I was I was passing a Timberland store and saw his artwork in the Timberland store in London. Um, So that's That's kind of a cool (laughs) meta thing, but. Um, you know, we, we talked, he was excited about it and, you know, just being able to put some ideas out there and see it get fleshed out uh, a lot of market research and then just trying to learn the fashion industry, I think was, was kind of where I was at. And then once all those pieces came together, you know, this was a a low barrier to entry from a cost perspective Mm -hmm. to get started in the fashion space. Um, and then being able to find like-minded creative people that were excited about it, I think pushed me over the edge I think probably had I gone to to some artists or some talented people that I know in my network and they were like, as dumb or interested might've put some lukewarm, um, water on it, I probably still would have maybe gotten there, but I think having a circle of people that can really inspire you as well. That's what I wanted because after 20 plus years in marketing I spend a lot more time with accountants and lawyers than I do yeah.
0: the creative side of it and so I mean, getting, getting back to your roots getting back to that was yeah. really
1: exciting and refreshing and inspirational
0: that's cool um yeah I, I know that the Bigfoot thing's always fun the, the Bigfoot the aliens Loch Ness Monster all that cool stuff now do you do any um have you done any fun things where maybe with the company y'all go do a I know that they've had a lot of cool commercials with Sasquatch mm-hmm. and uh, what was the one messing with Sasquatch? Oh, and, you yeah. know, <laughs> I think like a, a lot of, I yeah, I mean, yeah, it's still something that's very talked about yeah. in our, um, so it's just one of those fun things where you can k- kind of just see the, the emblem and kind of know what, what you're talking about. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, branching out with the actual clothing, you said learning the clothing industry. I know a big thing for you is comfort mm-hmm. too. I yep. mention. Um, did you have a good time? Like, you know, finding what you felt was comfortable, the fits that you liked. Did you? How was that process? Yeah, that was um,
1: uh, painstaking. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I think, like, when you create a clothing company, especially one that's maybe more graphic T-shirts, mm-hmm. the, you know, there's a, a plethora of companies that do a lot of different styles. You know, you have your Bella Canvas. You have your Next Level. You have your Comfort Colors, Champion. You can go to all kinds of screen printers. There's some awesome ones locally here in Charlotte. Um, shout out to MacFly over at Camp North End. They do a great job and cool. they've partnered with me from, from time to time. Um, and, and so, I, I mean, I literally had piles and piles of, of clothes um, that I tried on, trying yeah. to get that right, that right fit for my brand. And, you know, we, we were able to kind of land on some some ones that I felt had, you know, a good fit, um, washed well. I th- that was important to me if you wash it and it doesn't shrink or, you know, it's not ruined after the first time you try to clean it. Um, it, it had, it was, it was, it was universally, um, accepted for both genders and all body types and sizes. So to be as inclusive as possible was important to me. Um, and, and we were able to find a few of those through that process. I think as we've evolved, we've started. And as I've learned more about just the industry and myself, I've been able to work with manufacturers to create custom stuff for just me, um, which has been really good. That's cool. It moves away from that. Fast fashion, which can leave a big uh, economic footprint that's not so great, and be more honed in on something that's more limited edition, small batch, and custom creative to me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we uh, we think about it all the time. Even even though we're in orthodontics, we try to make it a little bit fun, you know. So you have braces, we do the t-shirts and we do some swag and stuff like that so we'll have to figure out a way to get bigfoot and some braces and do yeah, it yeah. <laughs> i'll have to effort. use your uh, your creativity and we'll, we'll come up with something to, yeah, to get something going on there um I always like to ask entrepreneurs like yourself i know that taking the action like you were saying is the most important so whenever um you know young people or even older people are asking me about our business and i'm like you know what you're not going to know everything you're going to some setbacks it's not a continuous you go from here and up the hill it's this big circle of you figure it out then you can't figure it out and you you do it again um was there a time when you were like hey this is going to be real i'm gonna i made the company is made yeah i'm I'm, I'm doing great here um versus like hey this is a good idea i dabbled into it a little bit or did you just go full steam you're like no no matter what this is gonna be
1: that's a good question i i I definitely am not at a point where I feel like I've arrived. or Okay. You know, this is so you're like, still, this you're waiting for the moment. Yeah. yeah. I'm still, I'm still waiting for that. That's but cool. I do think like in that process, there's, there was a moment where I just said, I've, I'm going to bet on myself. There's been times where I've wanted to create a company like right before the pandemic, I was really strongly considering like doing marketing consulting and, and in that world. And I'd lined up some potential clients and then, the pandemic happened and all budgets and all things went away. So, so that was a difficult, um, time. Cause, cause I, I thought like, Oh, this was it. Like I was going to go out on my own and do my own thing. And and then there were outside forces that happened and this one felt like I'm not going to let anything stop me this time. Yeah. And, you know, no matter if it flops or fails or becomes successful, I'm going to bet on myself just because I think this is going to be really fun. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't a decision of like, I think this is going to make a ton of money right. or I think this is going to end up in Bloomingdale's or the exporting goods. Like I just felt like this was going to be fun and I personally needed it. I needed that outlet. And yeah. so that was, that was what really moved me, moved me to the next stage. I think when I started to really realize like I have something here were two, two things. I, had started doing some local pop-up markets here in Charlotte um, and South End and at some breweries and just having people come over and interact with my stuff in person. Because when you sell online, you don't right, yeah. get that interaction. Yeah. And So I, I was selling online, but I never knew what people thought of it. People would leave reviews, but it wasn't like this instant, wow, this is really cool, or hey, this feels different than yeah. the other booth that I just came from. Like, what, how did you do this? Um, that was, I started to realize like, I might have something here. Yeah. And then the second one was I had partnered with Urban Outfitters. Oh, in nice. South Park Mall, um, with their local like community organizer, yeah. uh, for the, for the local store and was able to set up in Urban Outfitters for a collection that I did with this artist out in Portland. And um, to have my stuff in Urban Outfitters um, around all these other national big brands exactly, and yeah. people didn't know me from Adam and they come in, see my stuff and buy it. Right. It was invigorating. It was like, wow, this can actually happen. People can come into a retail store that is as prominent as Urban Outfitters with other brands as prominent as Nike and Marketplace mm-hmm. and all these graphic tees and still buy my stuff. And I had a pretty good day there which was really awesome so i think that gave me the confidence again to say this could be something
0: i got something here that yeah. that people want yeah i think it's you yeah, know, we interact with the patients and um, do more virtual stuff too but there's, there's just no comparison when you see someone in person like for us when they first get their braces off to physically yeah. see that smile see that when you're you know selling your t-shirts say physically like you said pick it up and then they can give you feedback like, oh, hey, you know, this is so much softer than this one. Or, yeah. hey, well, how'd you get this fit? And you're like, well, they like that. They don't like this. So
1: um, that's really cool. It's invaluable to yeah. get that kind of human interaction yeah. with it, especially as an e brand where, you know, it's all digital transactions. But being able to see people interact or, like you said, see people their whole life transform because yeah. you're, you're able to, to help improve their smile and just the way they feel about themselves. And, and that that's invaluable to see that.
0: Yeah, and um, I think you'd mentioned before, but uh, I like to tell, again, young entrepreneurs that are asking for advice, you know, having that, it's not just a, hey, I can do this, and if it works, it works. You know, sometimes it's a grind of, hey, I got to, you know, keep a day job while I'm hustling on the side here, get that bigger. So there's no real shortcuts to any of this, right? You know,
1: no, I think the shortcuts are super rare. I've worked in startups, I've been around other entrepreneurs. Um, and, I mean, it's super rare. I think the sensationalized stories of going from, like, zero to a million yeah. is super rare. And, but it's sensationalized, so it thinks that it's easy. Right. I think the day-to-day grind is what is more common and, yep. and, and failing and failing and failing yep. and then seeing some success and then seeing some success and then failing again. And it's, it's a roller coaster. It's ups and downs. And I think that's why, for me at least, and, and for future entrepreneurs out there, it's the why you do it more so than the what you get from it. And for me, again, it was about invigorating myself about creative passion and being around talented people and working with talented artists in ways that I wasn't able to do any more for the money that I earned. Yep. And that, that is what keeps me coming back is because that's the exciting part. Obviously, you got to make money to keep it going. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but if it's just about the money, then I would be onto the fifth or sixth idea at this right. point. And, and, and so you find something you love, you find something that really drives you creatively and you're passionate about, and you can tweak that along the way to find the revenue or to match it up with the consumer. But the love of what you do is what's, I think, keeps you going after the failures.
0: Yeah, I totally can agree with that from, you know, someone that with orthodontics, same way, you know, just different, different avenues, but, you know, if you go in and, we like to say skip to work a little bit and you know, yeah, you're excited about what you're doing. Yeah. It really makes a difference in terms of the result that you're going to get for your customer, for our patients, you know, that type of stuff. So it's great to hear you give that feedback on, hey, yeah, the money will come or not come, but the passion is there. Yeah. And that typically is where the success follows when you hear um because every, you know, startup, entrepreneurship is going to have those those ultimate fails, yeah. and that's can you learn from them, or are you going to give up and go to the next thing because you don't really have a passion for that? So right. that's that's really cool insight. Um, I know you're busy, guy, so I won't keep you too much longer. But is there anything up on the forefront now? Or are you just kind of trying to um, push what we have going now? What's what's next for Bigfoot Kick? Yeah, um, I think we have some exciting things coming up uh,
1: this year and the next year. Like I said, we've we've evolved from or we've grown from sort of the, the faster fashion where we're just, you know, finding a really good blank and again, nothing wrong with that, that model. I think it works for a lot of people. Um, but, but for me, the, we're moving into, we're also doing creative graphics, but we're doing creative garments. So it's more than just t-shirts now. And I think we're, we're working on, you know, what the next level of garments we can do. Like maybe it's a sweater, maybe it's a bubble jacket, maybe it's a, a vest. Um I think we're going to start working a lot more with different textures and trying to just continue to stand out in unique and fun ways. Um for us is is what's coming up and then continuing to expand across the US. Yeah. You know, we we do well in Charlotte but we we ship all over the US. I think we've shipped to customers in every state at the moment so including Hawaii awesome. and Alaska. Um, which has been really awesome to see. And I think just continuing to grow that. I would love also, you know, a bigger retail experience. Um, we are, a little plug, going to be launching in Southern Lion at Carolina Place Mall um, this spring when that opens. So we're really excited about that. We're going to have our own retail space there. Um, so just continuing to partner with really fun, exciting people and continue to grow creatively and find new ways to, to surprise people, that's that's really what we're about. Because if you were in the if you were in the woods and you were searching for a creature that you didn't know existed and yeah. it stumbled upon you, it would be really
0: scary and surprising. Yeah.
1: And so I don't know that we want to scare people, but right. we definitely want to sh- surprise people in a fun and exciting way.
0: Well, that's cool. Uh, like I said before, um, what we might do is maybe do a little contest who comes up with the best uh, braces bigfoot kick and then we'll we'll collab with you make some make some t-shirts i know that we all we're always looking for fun fresh ideas so um we really appreciate you coming on good luck with everything we'll split everything in the show notes about um your business where to find you all that good stuff and uh do you have social is that
1: yeah we're Mm -hmm. on instagram uh find bigfoot kick is our instagram handle um we don't do a whole lot of other social we you know, we do have a website, bigfootkick.com, mm-hmm. um, where you can go and see all our latest styles and, and catch and then definitely sign up for our email newsletter on the website because we have special deals from time to time for our customers. So,
0: sweet. So yeah, yep. yeah, we'll put that link on there. And, um, again, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us. And um, thanks for listening to another episode of the Smiles Ahead podcast, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Smiles Ahead podcast powered by Burrow, Welchel, and the Orthodontics. Be sure to leave a rating, hit that subscribe button, and if you have more questions, you can reach out to me directly at sam at bwcortho.com. That's sam at bwcortho.com. You can also visit our website, bwcortho.com, and we will be happy to answer any questions you might have.